I'd like to take a moment to let you all know about a new nonprofit organization started by my brother Craig. It's called Treats and Truth. They fill oversized brown lunch bags with snack items, chips, crackers, popcorn, cookies, etc. Also, a bottle of water, toothbrush, toothpaste, sanitary wipes, and most importantly, a small gospel tract book of John. No cigar? I'll have to talk to him about that. The bags are then hand-delivered to the homeless and people in need in and around the Los Angeles area. Let's help get this ministry off the ground. They're a 501c3 tax-exempt organization, so any and all donations are tax-deductible and greatly appreciated. Visit their website at treatsandtruth.org. Check out the show notes for the link. Also, please follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you. to episode 82 of the Burning Bush podcast, where we share the message of the Bible while enjoying a good cigar. Hope you're doing well, and I'm glad you've joined me today. This week, we continue reading through Dr. Justin Bass's book, The Bedrock of Christianity, The Unalterable Facts of Jesus's Death and Resurrection, and I'm smoking the Flor de Oliva Gold Toro 6x50. So let's go over to Cigars International and uh, see what they have to say. Flor de Oliva Gold, the lighter side of Oliva. Flor de Oliva Gold is a smooth, flavorful cigar that is 100% about value. The more tame cousin of the original Flor de Oliva, this beauty utilizes a sleek Connecticut shade wrapper. Inside a blend of all Nicaraguan long fillers, to give a nice, sweet, nutty note. Geared toward the smoker who enjoys a cigar that's lighter on the palate with a short finish, this is an option that won't empty your wallet. And the profile is mild or mellow. Uh, the wrapper is Connecticut. Binder and filler are both Nicaraguan. And the Vitolas are Churchill, 7x50. Robusto. 5x50, Toro, 6x50, and the Torpedo, 6.5x52. That is the Flor de Oliva Gold. So let's get back into this week's section of Dr. Justin Bass's book, The Bedrock of Christianity. The title of this week's section is all the apostles. Let us now look at the final appearance in the creedal tradition Paul is quoting, 1 Corinthians 15, 7b. He appeared to all the apostles. Here we are left mostly in the dark. Who are all the apostles? Are they the same group as the twelve or a larger group outside them? When and where did this appearance take place? We really do not know with any historical certainty 
the answer to these questions. Since the testimony to this appearance is built on the same historical bedrock as the others, the bare minimum we can say is the risen Jesus appeared to a large group of apostles and that this group may have included but definitely exceeds the smaller group of the twelve. Who then are these apostles? Paul does refer to other apostles throughout his letters. He seems to believe James, the brother of Jesus, is an apostle, Galatians 1.19, possibly a husband and wife team, Andronicus and Junius, Romans 16.7, possibly Barnabas, Galatians 2.9, and see also Acts 14.14, and other unnamed traveling missionaries he refers to as the rest of the apostles, 1 Corinthians 9.5. These are at least some of the individuals Paul had in mind when he quoted the creedal tradition, he appeared to all the apostles, 1 Corinthians 15.7. Are the apostles restricted to only those who have seen the risen Jesus? See 1 Corinthians 9.1 and Acts, 21, uh, Acts 1, 21 through 22 This seems to be what distinguishes apostles from all the other followers of Jesus, but this is not certain. If this appearance is also found in the later Gospels, the most likely candidate is Jesus' appearance to around 120 of his followers at his ascension in Jerusalem. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. And they, after worshiping him, returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising God. Luke 24, 50-53 The parallel account in Acts also tells us that the twelve, or eleven, were there, along with the women, no doubt including Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. This list only or this list includes only around 20 to 30 people. But it goes on to mention the brethren. Acts 1:15 Peter addresses. The entire group then that witnessed this post-resurrection appearance and ascension was a gathering of about 120 persons. Acts 1:15 are these about 120 persons the all the apostles referred to in this early creedal tradition? 1 Corinthians 15.7 I think they are, but this is not certain. And that's the end of this week's reading of Dr. Justin Bass's book, The Bedrock of Christianity. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to Dr. Bass's website, as well as this week's cigar. Also in the show notes are links to Treats and Truth Ministry, where you can get involved in helping to spread the gospel to and be a blessing to the homeless, Groundworks Ministries for daily Bible studies and devotionals, 
and the Burning Bush Merchandise Store, where you can pick up some items to help spread the word about the show. And I'd appreciate it if you would tell your friends. So until next week, have a great day, have a great cigar, and God bless.